Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay, that's Saul, that's Espo. And guys, today, Shane, Shane, <laughs> Shane behind the Mac. Sorry, Shane. The mustache behind the Mac. Shane Diefenbach, oh, everybody. <laughs> Did you not realize that? That your oh, tongue man. is so blue? My mouth is all blue. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Awesome, damn it. I just became a meme. You were going to be a meme, a- for sure. <laughs> Discord, uh, get working. Saul decided to have a blue lollipop before the show started. I didn't get to finish it. And everything is blue now. Um, so that's exciting. It's a blow pop, Espo. <laughs> Bookman's tongue is blue. <laughs> did you did you ever use that voice to get out of awkward moments in college, Espo? No, I actually didn't start using that voice until I had a daughter. Every time they want to, he wants no. to end an argument. No, I... Literally, I, I just started I doing you. it when my daughter and was two. Just, I'm sorry, I just I, and she's like, "Oh my god, I just I need to leave." I me just so, want you to know so, I love you. <laughs> me so sorry. Me make bad. Me make bad comment. I, I please don't hate me. You guys, what on earth is me, happening right me, now? Me love you, Tracy. This is how we start every ASU show. So, <laughs> really so off the rails. We just so stuck his freaking tongue out and it's blue. Let's out. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's get us back on track today we are going to be talking about tiers the athletic seth part now put together his annual nba players tiers where he names the top 125 players in the league and then separates them into categories now we have four players in the top four tiers and before we dive into these just a disclaimer these are not meant to be read from like as like a firm one through 125 each within each tier within each bucket they are looked at as basically equivalent to one another okay so we're not literally ranking one through 125 um so basically like i said they're just meant to be separate to separate solid starters from the very best superstars and every level in between and can i there's one other caveat too they're not intended as a franchise redraft ranking, uh, nor are they meant to represent like trade value. Uh, it's the specific question he's trying to answer is assuming if a player is healthy and compa- and paired with competitive teammates, which player provides the most value towards a title? Right. That's important mm-hmm. because that's part of why I'm going to go off at some point in this episode. <laughs> uh All right, well, let's get started. We'll take a look at Tier 1. So Tier 1 is broken up between Section A and Section B. In Tier 1A, you've got Giannis, you've got Steph, you've got Jokic, and then in Tier 1B, you've got KD, Luka, and Embiid. So we'll start first by talking about Kevin Durant in this one. First and foremost, are you guys okay with 1B over 1A when you look at this list? This is the every player that's in the first tier. Um, just off the top basic level yeah are you happy with yeah this? i'm okay with that no i'm okay with that no Espo? i'm not i'm not mad because I, I understand but if the premise is this guy's healthy and he's put with competitive teammates what's his impact on winning a championship it's kevin freaking durant is his impact is in a 1a level and that that's not disrespect to Giannis, steph or, or Jokic. that's just saying that kd is at that level if we're if we're playing in this world where he's 100% healthy and we know he's got competitive teammates around him. 
So basically how this one, um, the, the tough part about this is that you really have to kind of nitpick each of these players individually. Like if you're splitting hairs to the extreme within these tiers, because they're so close to one another, but Partnow pointed out um, as to why he put Kevin Durant in the 1B category, uh, the string of recent injuries and playoff disappointments. However, however, he did say that he reminded himself that KD shot nearly 62% on two-pointers last year, over 40% from three, and nearly 92% from the line, leading to efficiency 16% above league average despite carrying a usage rate north of, of, of 30%. But he violated his own premise in that. He said because of his injury. But literally, the sentence is, assuming the player is healthy. So, so that shouldn't even impact this. And if you look at the list, the reason I think he should be in 1A is the guys that are in 1A have won titles. The guys that are in 1B and Luka and Embiid haven't. KD has, and he's proven that when he's put around the, the right talent, he's a championship guy. That's why you should be in 1A. I'm okay with 1B. I'm okay. I, I think, you know, in the, in, the last, in the last three years, let's just go last three years, because each one of those top three won championships in the last three years, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 and MVPs, right? Yeah, and two of those three ended KD season. Like, I, I mean, Giannis and the Bucks beat the Nets in 2021. Last year, Jokic beat us. You know, like, so I'm okay with it. I'm okay if he's just a notch below. I think he's certainly better than the other two that are in his 1B category by a mile. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. And I think a lot of it probably has to do as well with his age, right? Technically, he's on the wrong side of 30 when so it comes Steph. to NBA players. But it's just a little bit different. And then you add in the injury stuff, too. Like, I understand why Kevin Durant is in one beat. But if you look at these six players within this tier, you could easily say that Kevin Durant, if you wanted to keep it within this bucket, right, the A's and the B's, you, and we already disclaimered that they're supposed to be equivalent to one another, you could easily put Kevin Durant at the top of that B list. And so he'd be the fourth best player within this exercise. And I'm okay with that. I mean, if you ask people around the league, you know, to rank their their top five or ten players, uh, Kevin Durant's going to be in that top five, yes. and that's what he is right here. I'm sorry, but I think it's horseshit that Luca is in that tier with two guys that were in the MVP debate, two guys that you know made it to the second round of the playoffs. Well, he was sitting at home. Like there is a a very heavy Luca bias. And fine, whatever. You want to act like he's the Luca Corn and uh, he's God's gift to basketball? That's perfectly fine if that's the way you want to feel. But I have not been enchanted uh, by by this guy the way others have. Uh, he's a 2A. This is an odd. He's a 2A. Is that what they call him, a Luca Luca Corn? No, I'm just making shit up because oh. they all fawn over this guy uh, like, like he's the best thing that's ever happened. And, okay, he's really good, but he hasn't done it. Okay, the the one time he he's made it to the Western Conference Finals once, congratulations, right? Like Katie's won a title, and Bede's been just as far as him, and has been in the MVP conversation. I just I think it's insulting to Katie to be in the tier with Luca. I mean, I can I get that. I don't necessarily know that I'm going to say that it's wrong, but I I do understand why it could be insulting. 
That's for sure. But I think at the end of the day, we're all in agreement that Kevin Durant is at least tier one, right? There's no, there's no arguments there, no, right? No. No, and yeah. Hello's right. To be fair, I do have anti-Luca bias. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying that's not true. I will admit to that. So. Yes, absolutely. And hopefully one day, uh, and in the near future, Devin will make himself. Will be able to lift himself into that tier one as well, and then have a really cool uh, inner circle around him, just like Circle K's inner circle is super cool. You can join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. But here's the gist of it. It's a new free membership program that Circle K has to offer. You save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups, and you get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products. And those products can include pizza, coffee, and ice-cold fountain drinks. So there's really no reason not to take advantage of the offers that Circle K is handing out. So make sure, again, you join Inner Circle today for free by downloading the Circle K app. Also, if you are looking to spruce up your home, your office, your man cave, whatever it may be, check out our friends over at Saturday Neon. Saturday Neon has amazing officially licensed, licensed collegiate LED logo neon signs. And these things are phenomenal they're absolutely beautiful they're shipped with everything you need to mount power and dim so every sign is easy to install and operate and they are officially licensed for 19 schools including arizona colorado alabama and many others why is colorado in that uh in that grouping it just seems like two two quality schools in two sports and then one that's eh. <laughs> i think they're from colorado well that I just insulted the people that that Saturday night. You sure apologize. You sure did. Go My Colorado. Hat. I didn't want to say it out loud, but you kind of forced <laughs> us to. So I was like, all right. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use code PHNX for ten percent off your order today, plus free shipping over or on orders over two hundred dollars. All right, let's take a look at tier two. So this is where De Devin Booker landed, and it's tier 2a and he sh shares this tier good lord you okay over there no Lindsay? i'm having a <laughs> meltdown i don't even know my goodness okay we're gonna look at tier 2a where devin booker lies with Kawhi leonard jimmy butler lebron james and jason tatum somebody else please talk for the love of god i mean i do like Kawhi leonard uh but uh i, I don't know. But, you know because oftentimes in the playoffs he does if not I was play a little older i would think i was he having does, a stroke he's always injured so he can't apparently he can't play with never mind i'm not gonna say it all right um <laughs> so <laughs> leonard uh, should we start over no it's okay no. um all right here's where i have the problem okay <clears throat> if you're gonna knock down and I know they don't technically knock him down, but they knock him down to a 1B because he's always injured or he's injured in terms of KD. Mm -hmm. Then you got to do the same damn thing to Kawhi Leonard, which would take him completely out of the 2A list. When healthy, yes, he's one of the best players in the NBA. But damn, that is a statement and a half. Like, is he ever healthy? A lot of times, no. That also... Devin Booker, I'm sorry, and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, and this is a completely biased take. I know this, but I just would never, ever, 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 ever put Devin Booker behind Jason Tatum well, or Luka Doncic. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to – I just – I'm not a Luka lover because he doesn't win. He doesn't win. 
Yeah. He got to the Western Conference Finals one fluke year. Other than that, kind of mid, and they didn't even make the playoffs last year. So how good really is that team? Not very good. Yeah, I I think you're 100% right, and it's why I said KD should be in 1A is because if we're playing by the premise that this whole thing was written by and injuries don't matter, which it seems like that's how Kawhi was graded, uh, then KD's injuries shouldn't matter. Kawhi, if if you're counting injuries, how can he be a 2A player when he's not there? Like the the best ability is availability, like is the saying for a reason. And Kawhi's availability has been severely limited over the last two years. In a perfect world, with where he's healthy and he has competitive players around him, yeah, he's a two way guy. We saw it in Toronto. I mean, he he did a lot of that himself to get them that title. So one healthy, but I, I you know I don't have a problem at all with Devin Booker being you know, in a tier with LeBron, James, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, and Jason Tatum. Maybe I would say Tatum's 2B, but, you know, he's accomplished a lot of the same things as Book, so I don't really have a beef with it. This is, compared to where we saw Devin Booker ranked like three years ago or even two years ago, this is a lot of respect on his name where he's at. So within the article, one of the biggest um, talking points here, of course, is the fact that NBA fans often argue about Jason Tatum and Devin Booker and who you have within that argument. So Seth in his article said he would take Tatum slightly over Devin right now, but also would not be surprised if Devin had more success based on the fact that he's a little less streaky sometimes than Jason Tatum. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes? Well, that might not be the not specific word, Tatum but he year? did bring up the streakiness. I mean, listen, Jason Tatum, the thing that, that makes Jason Tatum Jason Tatum and why people love him is, first, he plays in Boston. Uh, second, he's got all the measurables. He's a long, athletic, lengthy guy, um, can shoot from the outside, can take it to the hole, can play some good defense. Like, yeah. All that is like he's an all-star. Like he's a phenomenal player. Nobody's ever going to take that away from him. I actually like Jason Tatum, but I don't like him over Devin Booker mainly because of the consistency. I know what I'm going to get from Devin Booker just about every single night, um, and, and and then some. Sometimes, hell, he had a couple fifty burgers, forty burgers. Like like he could do everything Jason Tatum does in a smaller size. And uh, I'm sorry, J- uh, Devin Booker has proven himself to be one of the elite two guards in this league. And I just, I will, I will say this. You were pulling hairs uh, outside of the consistency stuff. You're pulling hairs in terms of Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. I acknowledge that if I was a Celtics fan right now, I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy telling me that Devin Booker is better than Jason Tatum, (laughs) but I'm not. And I'm a Booker guy, and Booker, to me, is a notch above Jason Tatum. Hey, if you remember, Celtics fans were a Booker guy when he dropped 70 in their building, mm-hmm. too. They were cheering him on. But, uh, yeah, I think, look, there's one way to settle this. Mono we mono in June, NBA Finals. Winner, winner gets to be considered the better of the two players. I mean. I, I'm, I'm down for that because I think it is very close. I'm not going to freak out if somebody says well jason tatum's slightly ahead of of devin booker fine like uh, there's probably some bias in that but tatum has the story too top three pick you know it was expected to be this helped the celtics you know regain prominence yada yada where devin booker has scratched and clawed for everything he's gotten to even put himself 
in that conversation. So to each their own on that. I front. mean, it very well could be that at the end of the season, Espo. Like, yeah. if that's not outside of the realm of possibility to mm -hmm. see these two teams facing off in the finals. And it would be a blast to watch that. Um, so Seth, within this um, portion of his article for Devin, he praised his offensive skills, saying he's a top-level shot creator and excellent playmaker, and he's willing to play off the ball as well as initiate an offense himself. Um, where he kind of took a few hits was defensively, mm. but... Hold on, hold on. So he does acknowledge that Book has taken steps forward as a defender. He said he has taken massive steps forward defensively after spending the first six years of his career as a bottom-tier defender. Seth determined that Book has graded out as roughly average in regular season defensive impact over the last two years. But we all know, and he acknowledged this as well, that he raised the bar in the playoffs in 2023. Okay, so he's kind of taking what he feels like I think is mostly the fact that the first six or so years of book's career, he was not a great defender. The last two years he has stepped up and he has gotten much better, but he still calls him an average regular season defender. And then acknowledges in the postseason last year was much better. It's still factually inaccurate. Like I would say for the last three years, he's, he's been a, a more than suitable defender Listen, he he's not a liability out there by any stretch of the imagination. He hasn't been for quite some time. Like this narrative that Devin Booker doesn't play defense is just, oh my gosh, it just pisses me off because you're out there watching this guy grind every single game. He plays both ends of the court. Like, I, I don't know what people want outside of watch the fucking games, people. Yeah. That's all we're asking. Oh my God. But this goes It's the laziest fucking narrative out there. It goes back to, you know, <clears throat> the last three years he's had quality players around him, quality guys on the floor with him. And when you look at the years prior to that, he didn't. And defense is predicated a lot on the teammates around you. Mm -hmm. uh, and and as we've talked about with Bradley Beal and why his defense has looked worse over the last two years if you've got shitty defenders around you you're gonna look worse and i think people hold that against him without thinking in totality who's around this guy if you put michael jordan and four g leaguers around him no. his defense doesn't no. look as good no it doesn't no, no. That's it a, does that's not a, look that's as good. A no. path we don't Does need to go look down. As good. What I like, though, is this comment from Hello. So Hello said, it's like Butler, good regular season scorer and great scorer in the playoffs. But that's the same thing as I feel about Devin and the, and the defense side of things, right? Are you really going to ask Devin Booker to play the level of defense we saw from him in the postseason this year in the regular season all year long? Do you want Devin to be doing that all regular season long? I don't think I want him exerting that much energy. Well, you're supposed to turn things on in the playoffs. That's when winners prove that they're winners. It's why Jimmy Butler is as valued as he is, and Devin Booker should be valued for the same thing. When the bright lights turn on defensively, he shows up just about as good as anybody. So I think, again, like Saul's saying, there's a lot of splitting hairs going on to justify uh, you know, a slight advantage for, for Tatum, and fine. Look, they're all in the same tier. Devin Booker is there with the with the elites in, in this tier. I'm okay with that. As somebody in the chat pointed out, you know, who hasn't been in both any of these first two tiers? Jamal Murray. Just saying. 
Yes. So that is the biggest takeaway. And the thing that stood out the most to me when looking at this is that the Suns have the top ranked shooting guard and top ranked small forward on this list. Hmm. And I think that that is something that is really cool. And if you want to take positions out, out of the whole situation, they're the only team with two players in the top 11 of these tiers because there's 11 players within the tier one and tier two a do we need to repeat this again best duo in basketball that simple and the best burritos are from burrito (laughs) express you can grab a burrito at burrito express today they've got multiple valley locations but of course the one we go to the most often is in tempe because it's so centrally located burrito express is really awesome they do a ton of community service things they support asu athletics and athletes and we love them for being friends of ours so go grab a burrito and give them a follow on twitter at burrito exp also make sure you get your shady rays we're talking gear that is built to last premium polarized sunglasses they are an independent sunglass company world-class product and their sunglasses are just as good as the expensive sunglasses but far more affordable they've got durable frames and extreme extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures and exclusively for you shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code phnx for 50 percent off Two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. Next up, we're going to take a look at tier 3C. This is where Espo gets a... You're going to get a little sassy, aren't you, Espo? So within tier 3C, we have Bradley Beal, Rudy Gobert, DeMar DeRozan, LaMelo Ball, Mikkel Bridges, and Tyrese Halliburton. Espo, take it away. How are you feeling? I how is Bradley Beal in this group? You look at these guys, and the whole thing is again, health doesn't matter. And if you put them around a group that can really uh, can really score uh, and and have be competitive, can he help win a championship? Bradley Beal is one of the best guys that has been underrated due to the fact that, again, he's in basketball Siberia playing with the Washington Wizards. They've been hot trash. And when you look at this list, these guys on the list not named Bradley Beal over the last uh, last season combined to be 149 and 179 as a record. Like, total hot <laughs> trash, right? Not good, and it really just frustrates me that he's, in, you know, Rudy Gobert in Minnesota. You really think that that he's a title guy if you put him around the right group? No, no, he hasn't been. Utah had some good teams around him, couldn't get over the hump. Demar Derozan, I would argue in in Chicago, he's had a pretty good supporting cast with Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, uh, and Demar, and Alex Caruso was there at one point. They haven't done shit. LaMelo Ball, I'm sorry. This this is insulting to Bradley Beal to be in the 3C tier. It, it's extremely insulting. I uh, I tend to agree with Espo. I, I do think that a lot of people are completely dismissing Bradley Beal. And let me just say this, okay? Um, this is actual, factual. This is going to happen. I know I'd said this before earlier in the year about a DA video, but no, me and my guy, Stephen Pridgen have been working on a Bradley Beal breakdown. And 
I'm just, I'm right there with you, Tashi D in the chat. She says, I'm telling y'all Beal is going to go ham this season. I 1000% believe Bradley Beal is going to make his statement this year in the NBA and say, y'all fucking forgot about me. Mm -hmm. Like check this shit out and he's going to ball out. And I think we're going to be surprised at how this dynamic is going to work between KD uh, Booker and Bradley Beal. I know we automatically default to KD and Booker Booker first and then KD and then Beal. I think Bradley Beal is going to have a lot to say about a lot of key situations this season. And I think Bradley Beal it's going to be phenomenal this year. I'm super high on Bradley Beal. I, I just, it is kind of disrespectful, but I get it. He was playing for the Wizards. He was often injured. There was a lot of things going on, uh, going against him. I can see why that they would knock him down. But after this season, there's no excuse. He's going to be a top the top one or two tier guy. Seth effed around with this ranking, and he's going to find out this season, all right? I'm sorry, but Bradley Beal, even last year, uh, playing as with a crappy team, still was a 26.4 points per game, 5.3 assists, 4.5 rebounds guy. How do you think he's going to look when he's the third freaking option in Phoenix? This guy's going to go nuclear, like, he's going to go off because he's going to be the guy in most cases that has the, the least defensive uh, stalwart on him. I mean, we were watching that slow-mo footage today, which is sexy. Just wait we till you see the video. We watched three minutes of unadulterated Bradley Beal slow-mo footage. It, it, was, it, it was a thing of beauty. And this guy punishes smaller defenders punishes guys off the dribble this is going to be a masterpiece season by bradley beal just by proxy of playing next to devin booker and kevin durant which is the whole premise of this list when you put them around other great players what's his impact on winning a championship we're about to find out because bradley beal is going to do something special this season so the one thing that was mostly pointed to within this, like Seth didn't say a whole lot about about Bradley Beal, but the one thing he did bring up again, defense. They uh, Seth said the hope is that Beal's poor impact, according to most metrics, was more because of indifference than ability in terms of his time with the Wizards. But we have all brought that up at multiple times throughout conversations with Bradley Beal now being a part of this Sun Squad that. If you want to look at his defense with the Wizards, you could also play both sides of the coin here. It's hard to play solid defense when you are the guy being asked to do everything. It's also hard to find the energy and effort to play solid defense night in and night out when you know you're not playing for a whole lot. And Bradley Beal is now playing for a whole lot on this Sun squad. And I bet you... $100 that he is more excited coming into this season than he has been in a really, really long time. Well, what's your defensive system look like? What's what's the coaching in that situation? There's a lot of things that go into that, and not only is he now in a better spot to win, but he also has Frank Vogel, one of the best defensive head coaches in the league. So how much does that impact his defense as well? There's all sorts of factors that, that I think go into why Bradley Beal, at the very least, should be in the 3B tier, if not the 3A. And by next year, I, you know, I think he will be. I don't think there'll be any doubt where he ranks in this. Okay, so let's take a look at the next player who has ranked within these tiers. We're talking about DeAndre and who is in tier 4C. So 
There's about 15 or 16 players who are in Tier 4C. I'm not going to list all of them for you, but some of them include Zach Levine, Marcus Smart, Jeremy Grant, John Collins, and like I said, a few others. Um, Tyler Hero is also within this area. Uh, the one thing that was said about DeAndre in here was also said about Jeremy Grant. It's questionable defense though neither one of them are awful on that end. So it seems like a lot of defense is coming in heavy when determining where to rank some of these players. I think this is exactly where Deion... I've been, I've been upset about other things. I think this is exactly fair for DeAndre Ayton. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are either on the downside or haven't lived up to the hype in a, in a lot of ways. Zach Levine hasn't been everything that Chicago had hoped uh, Deion, uh, Jeremy Grant has had his own issues. John Collins uh, got traded, uh, you know, this year to, to Utah because of it. They, the Hawks have been trying to move him. Uh, I don't know why we have Zach Levine with Minnesota. He's been, he's been off Minnesota forever, but I blame Jacob. Uh, and then Tyler hero, another guy well, who, I mean, who's been Minnesota good. Minnesota Zach Levine should be, uh, he's pretty elite. <laughs> he, was, he, he should be higher than four. C. but no, I think, I think this is a pretty fair place to put Deandre Ayton, uh, in this list. Yeah. All these guys are, have, have been inconsistent. They've had things that you, you love about him. You don't like about him. Uh, you know, Tyler Hero, you know, he's kind of a doormat on defense. Like, he's just – he is – that is what he is. Like, that's – he can score at a high clip, but defensively he's kind of a liability. Um, DeAndre Aiden, you don't know what you're going to get. He's literally the definition of a real-life box of chocolates. You have no idea what the fuck you're going to get on game in, game out. So, yeah. 4C, I actually think that's pretty good. It's – listen, I'll tell you this. It's hard to make an argument for, for him to be higher than 4C. You can make an argument for him to be lower than 4C. So I, I think 4C is, is, yeah, I think that's good. All right, before we move on to the next segment, I do want to point out, because I know there were a lot of questions about who was where and what these rankings and tiers are all about. Um, you can read this article over at The Athletic if you'd like to look at all 125 players. And then, so tier one was A and B. Tier two was A, B, and C. Tier 3, A, B, and C. Tier 4, A, B, and C. And then Tier 5 is just all A, and it's basically... Here's the, group the rest. That's the, yeah, basically, it's just here's <laughs> the rest. Um, and before we get into here's the rest, we do have a super chat from Altex. It says, living in St. Louis, I find it weird how often I see DNVR shirts everywhere. No disrespect, but I don't like it. Hope that me repping PHNX changes that. Well, we'll get some Bradley B... Well... Bradley Beal gear, quote unquote, out there in St. Louis, uh, and, and we'll we'll rock that. Yeah, and also thank you for rocking PHNX gear. If you guys want to get your hands on some, go on over to our website, gophnx.com. You can find all the links to buy all the merch and all the things there, and you can even become a diehard and get a shirt or hat of your choice for free upon signing up. Also, uh, we dropped a Greg Dortch shirt last week or two weeks ago. It's been a while, two weeks ago. Tomorrow, we are dropping another shirt. Just a little FYI. hey You might want to watch... Uh, the, it might have my face on it, right? You, you might want to watch uh, some baseball team's Twitter feed. It's finally a Shane Diefenbach yeah, It's a Beth shirt. Just has my a, face on it. It's just a mustache. Just a mustache. That's it. It's literally just a mustache. Uh, we, we've, got, we've got Nuggets fans in the chat now. 
Hi. Also, <laughs> make sure you sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app. It is a heck of a lot of fun. It makes watching sports mo so much more heightened when you've got some skin in the game by putting a bet down on the BetMGM app. And it's super easy to sign up. All you have to do is download the app and use that bonus code PHNX when you sign up. And when you use that bonus code, there are a few different offers for you depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. You guys had something in the um, comments that you wanted to yeah, address? Yeah, there's a Nuggets fan, I think, that infiltrated saying, the Nuggets have four players that are better than Bradley Beal. Nikola Jokic, mm -hmm. I'll accept Jamal Murray if you want to say that. But after that, you are not telling me Aaron Gordon or MPJ are better than Bradley Beal, and you are about to find out why this season. I will say I will give Aaron Gordon a slight benefit because of how much he he really was that third wheel for the for the Denver Nuggets this season in the playoffs. He was downright dominant from time to time. Like I will give him I will give him that. But MPJ, get no get, go go away with that bullshit. MPJ is wildly just no. Just absolute no. Bradley Beal is definitely a better player than MPJ. Come on, bro. He's a better third option than Aaron but Gordon. Again, like That's if 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 you're all about the Nuggets, then you probably do think that, but you're wrong. Okay, so I haven't found all of them, but we've got Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. are in tier four A on this ranking. So that So Seth got something right on that. That's fact. yeah. So Bradley Beal is above them. By a whole entire tier. Where's Jamal this. Murray on that list? I'm looking. I haven't. It's not. I can't find it. Guys, talk for one second while I look. <laughs> he's, he's not on it. I'm sorry, guys. He's not a top <laughs> oh, here we 125 go. Here we go. player. 2C. He okay. is 2C. Yeah. And he is in the same tier. So there's four guys in 2C. It's James Harden, Paul George, Jamal Murray, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That's fair. Yeah. I think yeah. it's very fair Spot for Jamal. On. So there you go. Yeah. So then two, not four. <laughs> if we're going based off this ranking and also our own rankings, which and, is what we're going to do. And logic, you know. So, okay. Now I want to, now that we've kind of discussed where a couple of these, all the Suns players are on this ranking and then a couple other players across the league. Is there anyone else on the Suns team who you think should be in the top five tiers or could make it there by the end of this season? Uh, you know, you might be able to make a, an argument based on past performance that Eric Gordon might sneak into the top 125, but I just, I don't think there's, it's, it's a pretty weak argument and I, I'm not sure that anybody else at this point could emerge. Somebody could surprise a Drew Eubanks could come out and be something otherworldly on a championship team and maybe in the discussion or Eric Gordon has a resurgence and you could argue he'd be in that five tier, but I just, no, I think you're very top-heavy. The four that should be there are there, and I, I don't really see anybody emerging to be 
a top 125 player. You don't think KBD could potentially, depending on if he wins out that fifth starter spot? No, KBD does, isn't dynamic enough on offense. Okay. He's just, just, and he's not going to get the, the touches he's going to need to be in that tier. I will say this, and because we're taking gambles, right, I think there's two players that could possibly – maybe scratch that surface one of them no. one, one of them i'm gonna i'm gonna say bull bull <laughs> it's not gonna happen How not, it's you? not gonna happen listen let me talk real quick people it's not gonna happen but if there was one guy that all of a sudden like just turned on a switch and and was just like he reached all his max potential and uh, he lived up to all the hype that was you know that preceded him then yeah bull bull but it's not gonna happen number two Yuta, I'll give Yuta. Listen, if Yuta goes crazy from the corner and opens the game up and, like, you just – listen, you just never know with Yuta. You know what? Listen, those two, it's not going to happen, but I could see it kind of. Yuta was on the nets, and you know who else was on the nets and then turned into a top 100 player and then just went away? Joe Harris. Remember, <laughs> Joe Harris was, was a top 100 player True. that one year, and now he's just – he was Nothing. a knockdown three-point shooter for a while. He was and more than a knockdown three-point shooter. Disappeared. Hold on. Pack up the wink. Pack up the OG. Saul has had enough. Neither <laughs> of those guys are going to be a top 125 player in the league. Bro, you said it, who could. And could yeah. is the magical word. Could. Magical yeah, word. I could be a millionaire someday. I could go to the fucking moon someday. Okay, should I have said who realistically oh, could? Who, who yeah. could? Should I if have said, said that? Realistically could, I said Kamara could be a top 125 player. Okay, I do realistically think, though, that after this season, for one, I do think Bradley Beal should be able to jump up a couple tiers um, if he plays the way that I think most of us Damn. anticipate him playing this year. I also think D.A. could easily jump up a couple of tiers as well, depending on what his game looks like this year and the progress that he hopefully will make. Yeah, if that outside of left field for you, Saul, you don't you feel like those two could make a jump? I just feel like within I, where they are listed within this tier system. I think the highest he could possibly go would be like like four A. That's a. That's two, isn't it? He was 4C. I mean, he's still in the four tier, though. I don't still. know. If this team is as good as we think they can, and he winds up being a, a huge piece to unlock that defensively, I could see him sneaking into the 3C tier. If, he, it, but that's everything goes right, and they win a title. Like, that's, that's the peak. The only way he will move up to me is if he's dominant defensively, mm -hmm. he's physical, and he's every bit of uh the the anchor that you need down low um without losing any of the, the scoring efficiency um but i just don't see that happening i think i'm hoping that he takes a small step up defensively um and, and can meet guys at the rim a little bit more than he does that's all i'm really hoping for for this year everything else like outside of the inconsistency i i'm like okay well this is this is who da is and 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 even against for the bahamas like he had he had some good games, but nothing was off the charts phenomenal offensively. He was he anchored that defense. He was a rim protector. He had marginal growth on that side of the ball. That's what I'm hoping we get from him this season. If we get that, we're going to be in a, every single game. But if we get the same DA that we've had, where it's wildly inconsistent, then who knows what's going to happen? You know, I think if we get a ton of growth, we'll be all right. So you to stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just feel it's appealing when you uh, talk like that. So. Oh my goodness. Gerald's gracious. not here. We got to pick up the puns. Do we off that right now? Do we? <laughs> All right, we did get a super chat. This one is from Laking Ball. Thank you for your super chat, Sad. So, okay, before you before I read this, <laughs> Laking Ball has always been nice, yeah. but yes. they have always been um, open about the fact that I don't think Suns fan if Suns fandom is not number one in their book. Okay? Laking Ball also very much a supporter of the All City Network. Absolutely. has been participating in our chat, DMVR's chat, yes. CHGO. So and we do appreciate it. Kind yes. too in the approach. So I'm yeah. okay with yeah, this. Okay so with nobody this. be nobody be mean to him or her. So Laking Ball says, so I'm a Tatum guy, and yes, I agreed with most of what you guys said. He isn't efficient, but to say he's below book. Come on, in six years in the league, four Eastern Conference Finals, one Finals, playing in Beantown does help. I would say uh, it does help. It helps a lot. And he has gone to the Eastern Conference Finals four times. Mm -hmm. He's only gotten to the NBA Finals once. Same um, And I also think that he has been a large reason why they haven't gotten to the NBA Finals or won a championship yet because of his wild inconsistency, especially in the playoffs. There is no reason... No reason at all uh, for his lack of playoff su success. I just don't understand it. Uh, there were stretches where he just didn't even look like he was there on the court. And for a quote-unquote MVP, you know, uh, you know, uh, and, and superstar of this game, man, you can't disappear like that. You just can't. I don't have a problem with anything Laking Ball said. I mean, I get it, and, and I respect that. And there's obviously going to be – two sides to this this yeah. argument yeah. and i think that's a fair assessment there as well but i, think, I agree with saul too so. i do i do think the only way that this kind of comparison or who is better than the other goes away is when one of them wins a championship or when one of them takes a leap that is you can't even argue it anymore well yeah and, I, and the, until that happens and i don't know if that the second part of that would ever happen because they're both really good athletes and good at what they do, that they're both going to continue to get better. You're just always going to have this comparison. And depending on where your allegiance lies for whatever team it is that you root for or whoever your second or third favorite team is, that's who you're going to ride with. No. I don't think there's ever going to be a definitive answer here between these two. No, but that's kind of what makes sports fun is – these, these arguments where there are two guys that are that close and you can both have very logical, fact-based arguments and it's, okay, who's more convincing in the way they say it? I, you know, like, I, love, I love that about sports. You can have those and it can be cordial just like that. So. I yeah. also think a huge part of the Tatum thing, I'm like the biggest anti-Tatum guy ever if you've ever watched bets. He is the perfect Gen Z basketball player. Like every like he is prototypically built like a like a 2K guy. He's a 6'8 forward. He's got this swag to him. He's a little bit corny, but people love that. And and yeah, a lot of it corny. And people like people just attach to him. And the the and book is the exact opposite. He's reserved. He's quiet. He's he's a you know, he, he plays the game like an old man sometimes. Like it's they're just so different players. And I think he, Tatum has so many more fans and that helps a ton, too. Well, being on the East Coast yeah, with a Duke Celtics, guy in the Celtics helps a lot, just solely from a fan perspective, like numbers-wise. I mean, look at Mikel Bridges. The minute you go to Brooklyn, that just skyrockets. Like, it just, that, it comes with the territory, literally. I have the argument that, that separates all this. What? I just thought about it. Okay. 
who has a higher scoring game in the garden? Tatum oh or Book? God. Book. He oh owns no. your house. That's oh how it no. is. All right, gentlemen. Thanks for joining for the conversation today. You, Shane, you did have something for us to oh, round out. Did you hear that noise, Aspo? No, I did not. What noise? What was that? I have no clue. What was that? Whoa. Whoa. Let me, what, what, is what is this? What, what is I, I don't know. Oh. Oh, what is there's this? There's something over your face. Now, now there's a rainbow? Oh, no, what? it's the Luca cord. No! <laughs> no! 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 Get him off the screen! <laughs> man, I... Man, did I take an OGs? <laughs> I don't know what just happened here. That was awful, Shane. That was fantastic, Shane. Uh, if you are listening on audio, in order to know exactly what happened, you have to come watch it over on YouTube. And you'll want to. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you as always. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m., same place. The so plan to come hang out with us. And until then, make sure if you are watching here on YouTube, you hit that thumbs up button. If you are listening wherever you listen to your podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. And of course, don't forget to, forget to give the show a follow. Do I need to officially move over to like X? Start calling it no. X? Or should no, I still stay Twitter. with Twitter? I was like, what? You want to do what? <laughs> she wants to go from OG to <laughs> X. X. I'm like, no, no, what? no, 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 Yikes. Whoa. Are you quitting? <laughs> do I need to say follow the show on Twitter or follow the show Twitter, on Twitter X? Will be it's always okay. on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can also follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us on. The Luca corn can shove that horn where the sun don't shine. Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PH and X though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the live. Best combo since.